This is Plant-Based Briefing. Why this undercover investigator is helping others expose animal abuse by Aaron Wing at sentientmedia.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on plant-based, compassionate, and eco-friendly living with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's article is from Erin Wing. She's Deputy Director of Investigations at Animal Outlook, animaloutlook.org, where she supports and counsels undercover investigators. Previously, she was an undercover investigator for two years, where she documented the horrors of animal agriculture at dairy farms, an aquaculture farm, and a chicken farm, among others. She faced isolation and fear of discovery in order to show images and video of standard practices to the world. So I need to give a trigger warning here. There's some information she shares about standard industry practices, but they're difficult to hear. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Why this undercover investigator is helping others expose animal abuse by Aaron Wing at sentientmedia.org. On a mild fall afternoon in rural Virginia, I stood outside of a large, dark building with my hands in my pockets, trying to appear as casual as possible. None of the clothes I was wearing were mine, and I felt a little uncomfortable in my own skin, though I didn't dare show it. A worker asked me if I'd ever killed a chicken before, and if I knew how to do it. With as much confidence as I could muster, I told him I hadn't, but I'd be willing to learn if someone showed me. I silently watched him go into the windowless building and saw that it was crowded with thousands of chickens. He picked one up and handed her to me to kill. My heart was pounding in my ears as I held this innocent live bird in my hands. I hesitated for a moment, and he took her from me and broke her neck with a smile before tossing her back into the barn. Her dead body would stay there, amongst the living chickens, until another worker came by to dispose of it. As I watched that worker so easily take the life of that chicken, I didn't flinch. I couldn't flinch. I had to keep my cover. Prior to becoming an undercover investigator, I had witnessed and experienced all kinds of violence. It was one of the reasons I knew I would be well-suited for the job, and one of the main reasons I applied. I suffered abuse and trauma at the hands of those who were detached from seeing my life, my voice, as valuable. I saw my abusers hold the same contempt for animals. I eventually saw so many similarities between my suffering and that of farmed animals that I was compelled to become involved in the animal rights movement. I've witnessed workers in the factory farming industry display the same aggression toward animals that was directed at me during my childhood. I recognized a lot of the same patterns of behavior, but amplified to the highest degree. To this day, what I witnessed and documented during my undercover investigations still haunts me. At a chicken factory farm, I saw workers impale chicks with metal nails. At Martin Farms, a dairy factory farm in rural Pennsylvania, A manager stabbed a cow in her abdomen and dragged cows with tractors through dirt and feces. I documented the most heartbreaking acts of cruelty I ever could have imagined during my last investigation, where workers and a manager at Dick Van Dam Dairy used wooden canes and a metal pipe to strike cows on their way to the milking area. One cow was even dragged by a tractor, a metal clamp attached to her hips, and dangled nearly 20 feet in the air after she collapsed from exhaustion. After two years of seeing animals suffering, it was at that dairy facility that I finally had reached the limit of what I could endure. There, brutal violence was a daily occurrence. The last effort that I felt I owed to the animals before retiring from the field for good 
was holding out at Dick Van Dam Dairy for a few more weeks so I could rescue a newborn calf named Samuel. I found comfort in the fact that we escaped the dark world of factory farming together. Yet violence is not isolated to the four facilities I investigated. It exists throughout factory farming. Some workers unleashed all their anger and aggression by physically abusing the animals. On many nights, I struggled to keep my composure, almost feeling like I was back in the same abusive environment I had escaped many years ago. And while Samuel and I now live peaceful lives, for most farmed animals, there is little hope for escape. Animals at factory farms live a harsh existence, yet this large-scale suffering is so normalized. The animal agriculture industry wants the truth about these facilities kept secret, and most importantly, wants consumers to accept exploiting and eating animals as the norm. Make no mistake, it is through animal suffering that this industry profits. After being an investigator and seeing firsthand what really goes on inside factory farms, my conviction is that much stronger that farming animals for food is wrong. It made me realize that there is an interconnectedness between the way we treat all living beings, that our actions toward them impact the world in which we live. The number of animals abused and killed for food rises by the second, and my mission is far from over. That's why I have dedicated my life to working toward a future where all beings are shown compassion. Out from behind the camera, now Deputy Director of Investigations for Animal Outlook, I assist our investigators in lifting up the voices of farmed animals. It's time to rethink our food system and stand up to this industry that perpetuates the suffering of billions of farmed animals. You just listened to Why This Undercover Investigator is Helping Others Expose Animal Abuse by Aaron Wing at sentientmedia.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. And wow, this is a tough one. It must be an unbelievably difficult job to be an undercover investigator. For someone so empathetic to animals to have to witness and partake in the cruelty of the industry in order to work towards animal liberation. I struggled just reading this. I had to stop several times because I was brought to tears. But if Erin and others like her can do this work, the least I can do is read it and share it. And please remember that while a lot of the investigations are at factory farms or large-scale farms, the cruelty exists even in the most quote-unquote humanely raised local farms. There's no way for the animal agriculture industry to be humane. Dairy cows are separated from their mothers at birth. The males are killed because they're useless. The females are sent to slaughter at about five years of age, about a quarter of their natural lifespan, when their milk production wanes, and they're physically and emotionally too exhausted to continue, and they get dragged off to slaughter because they're holding up the production line. No farmer is going to keep their cows alive and fed for 15 to 20 more years when they're not producing milk. Same with the egg industry and the chicken flesh industry and the pig industry, you might want to check out a documentary called The Last Pig with the most humane farmer who gave his pigs the most beautiful life. They got to run in the woods and live amazing lives. But at six months old, they were sent off to slaughter because that's when they're ready. He's not going to keep them around anymore to feed them when they're actually worth a fortune to him. So point being, don't get caught up in the humane hoax, thinking, well, I won't eat factory farmed animals, that stuff's awful. 
but the free-range, humane, sustainable, grass-fed stuff, that's okay. No, it's not. It's all got cruelty built in. And every single one of those industries are killing animals at a fraction of their natural lifespan when they don't want to die. If you want to hear more about Erin's story, she did an amazing interview with Hope Bohannock on the Hope for the Animals podcast, episode 18. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And please share this with anyone who might listen. And thank you for listening.